Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Rathilion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was wide awake at 345. Makes sense. And and I was like, I need to pee. Got up, went pee, and I was like, mm, I need some cereal. So I had a... I don't know why I think that it's better for me to put cereal in a cup. Because it... Well, because then now you're not mindlessly eating it out of the box. But it's I mean, like, like measuring I don't, it. Like, I don't put it in a bowl. Oh, well, because you know a mean? cup's smaller. I mean, but I filled this the red Solo cup to the top. Oh, it was red solo cup. I just like, I was pouring it in and when it was getting too full, I just didn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Cheerios. They're um, these cinnamon Cheerios. I had bought cinnamon Cheerios and apple cinnamon Cheerios. I don't like Cheerios. They're so good. I'm not a big cereal eater. No, you're not. Uh -uh. And you're a dry, you were a dry cereal eater. Yeah. Just moist. Ew. Oi. So oi. My headphones aren't reaching me are they not we have an extender oh, remember yeah. that one we got oh yeah mm. okay well we'll get it anyway hi guys welcome to between the reps with brooke and gina welcome back for we are finally one. together we are <sighs> makes it so much better gina has a story She's oh, yeah. start it off about, she has a ghost story. Um, yeah. Do you want to just start with it? Go for it. Okay. Colby, pay attention. Okay. So, last time when Brooke was here, it was about uh, close to a month ago. Uh, every time we're about to go to bed, we just, you know, like to hunker in and watch a little TV before bed. And my TV had stopped working. We couldn't figure it out. I am not, I'm very technically challenged. So... Brooke even looked at it and was like, no, it's definitely broken. So it wasn't working. It wasn't working. By the it wouldn't time, even turn on. Yeah, for over a month. For over a month. So I was getting used to just not having a TV in my room. And I thought, well, maybe I just won't have one. Because I was sleeping a little better. I wasn't just mindlessly watching TV until super late. Yeah. So this last Monday, Monday night, I'm, I go to bed. I have this dream. And it's this weird dream where Ruby, my youngest, and I are living in this house with this weird guy, but we live in this room and we know that he's a creep and trying to get into our room and we keep, I I can't remember the whole dream, but so, so the whole point is that we're, we're kind of like barricading the doors and checking the windows and stuff so that he doesn't get in. And then we get in bed and then we hear the TV come on. So we know that he's been in the room. 
So that's, that's the dream. And we're trying to, I don't know. I can't remember the rest of it. So I wake up and it's three in the morning. And I was like, wow, that dream was really weird. Kind of the witching out. hour. Yeah, it is the witching hour. 3.33. So then I go, wow, you know, it was kind of scary. So I, I fall back asleep. I wake up at 5 a.m. And my TV set is on. And playing and a show. And playing a show. And it took me a second. Like, what the fuck? Why is my TV on? And I'm, I'm freaking out. It gave me chills last night talking to telling Courtney about it. And so I'm, I'm looking around for the remotes because I, you know, it's not like I rolled over on them. I hadn't used the TV in a month. So I find the remote and I turn it off really quick and I'm laying there like, what the fuck? How did that, how did that happen? So I finally fall asleep again. I wake up in the morning and I'm thinking, was that another dream? And I turn my TV set on and it has been working ever since. <laughs> what? And this I, is, this and I, is not her first encounter with. I think I've told my other ghost stories. I think you have. I think I have. But I, yeah, I had a ghost at my other house, but it was so bizarre. So I go in, Ruby was having surgery that morning and I go in, her boyfriend is over and I'm, I'm telling them the story and her boyfriend looks at me and goes, whoa, you have a spiritual mechanic. (laughs) I was like, electrician what (laughs) what (laughs) so bizarre so yeah i but it it was a helpful ghost yeah at least this one wasn't sitting on my chest it's like the ghost scaring the shit out of me the ghost or laying um, in bed with me like the last one yeah (laughs) the ghost like on you know and in the ghost his his spirit world like had also been looking for a remote for the tv for so long (laughs) And finally found it like the unit. They maybe remember how Kyle was talking about a universal remote, right? He's like, do you have a universal remote? And you're like, no. And he's like, oh, because if you have one of those, you can mess with people. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, who would like be your messing ghost with has me? a universal remote? <laughs> yeah. So it's really bizarre. Uh, a little creepy, but also very helpful. So I appreciate this ghost. What did you say? What what was your oh, reasoning? I said, um, because <laughs> Gina started to think like she was going to, you know, maybe instead of fixing her TV or putting, you know, getting a new one or whatever, she would just have better sleep hygiene, which is having her bedroom be like the place where she goes to Electronics bed. free. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things where. That's what they say you're supposed to do. Yeah, like you yeah. watch TV in the living room. And then when you go, it's like the whole act of going to your bedroom, getting ready for bed. It's like your body and your mind knows that what it's you're going to do to next sleep. is like relax and go to sleep. Right. And as she starts re- like saying, you know, maybe I don't even need one. And I'll just like, you know, read a book or just go to bed. <laughs> that ghost was like, mm-mm. <laughs> Gina, don't kid yourself. Your spir- That's not your life. Your spiritual... <laughs> electrician uh was like nah Nuh-uh. i don't want you to keep your bad habits yeah no watch <laughs> selfishly he's like he's in your room watching tv with you at night it's just porn <laughs> comes on but it's a horny be- ghost <laughs> <laughs> you have a horny ghost i have a horny ghost 
No, it wasn't oh porn. Gosh. I don't remember what it was. I was I was so scared. I wasn't watching it. I wasn't like, hmm, what's this? <laughs> what did he pick out for me? It was probably um, Below Deck. Isn't that show you watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all the shitty Bravo shows. Yeah, it was just Bravo. Oh, I love watching Bravo. It's my guilty pleasure. She does. I always say because like, it makes me feel better about myself. You'll like have it on. I'm not really never, watching you it. You don't really watch it. You just listen to it. I do. I do. I'll come over and that's All what she's those, watching. I'm like, what the fuck are you I just, watching? You know what it is? I watch those women in like the Real Housewives and all that. And I think, God, they're so, they're such shitty friends. They're all like, I mean, I, I shouldn't say they're all shitty. I don't, it's not like I know them. But from what they're portraying, they're just like their, their girl friendships are so shitty. They're just so mean to each other and catty. Well, it's almost like they never really were friends, you know? Because they like maybe they're started just cast together. Dude, they yeah. Well, no, some of them are actually related. Really? Yeah. Well, they have a Real Housewives of, of, of Utah, Utah. Yeah, or Salt Lake City. I, I watched that Salt one. Lake City. Yeah, it was I interesting. have not watched it and um, don't plan on watching it. But I just kept thinking to myself, like, how do they like? Did they hold like a cast them? Yeah. Did they hold like a? I think they do. Yeah. They do like a casting call. <laughs> they do. People would always They'd they, have to. They'd have yeah. to. They'd be like, you guys need to do like a real housewives of Scotts Valley. My girlfriends and I, I was uh-huh. like, we're not mean enough. Yeah. We're not mean to each other. We actually trust each other. They like try yeah. to and they're like, actually no, we're gonna bag it. We're gonna move to a <laughs> We're gonna move this just, you know, back to Orange County. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and they're so materialistic and yeah, it's it's yeah, I probably shouldn't watch it, but I love it. Well, and it wouldn't really work. It's like watching a train wreck. Yeah. Not that I, I mean, I don't, I'm not wanting to watch a train wreck. Yeah, no. But it's just a saying. But if you did, you wouldn't be able to look away. Oh, right. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, you'd right. be like, what the fuck's happening? Oh my goodness. Yeah. So anyway, that's my ghost. Um, I'm hoping if anything else breaks, he'll fix it. Fix it. <laughs> um, hello? Hello? <laughs> Excuse me? Hello? Anyone out there? I'm just going to walk out of the house and... Um, if you so happen to walk by my garbage disposal, <laughs> feel free. Feel free to check on it. Uh. Um, <laughs> I felt like I felt like I wanted to. I was going to say something. Go oh, ahead. Oh no, you go. Well, no, I was just thinking about um, our our sixth sense of humor. Yeah. How uh, I was having Brooke use my petty egg. <laughs> because our our heels i'm sure somebody people out there can relate to this it's dry you, you, your heels get dry and they start to crack so yeah i was noticing that brooke's heels looked like they were really dry yeah, so i was one, having her one use more than the other yeah and so i was having her use it's like this petty egg thing it just scrapes all the skin but it holds it in this little egg thing yeah and then you dump it so in i was like hey just toilet. use this and just scrub it but but what comes out it looks like gray powder uh-huh it's disgusting. Well, first I empty it and I go, look, this is what it looks like. And she goes, oh, that's what it's going to look like when I cremate you. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so of course, then we go on these tangents and we're thinking about it. And we're like, what did you say? You're like, you know what we could do? Oh, I was like, we were thinking of all the things we could do with our skin dust. Yeah. Like to people that are shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
What, what was some of the things you were gonna do? Oh, one was like, you could you oh, could you could put, put it, it in into ca- you could put it into capsules and give it to people and make them think that they're gonna take a dose of mushrooms. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we could dose them with our with our heel skin. Heel skin. You guys, are, I know you guys are like you guys are, you guys disgusting. are weird. What the this is fuck just how are you guys talking work. about? <laughs> we also said you could. <laughs> You're like we could put it in a drink. I said you could walk by someone and just. Blow it in their face. Blow it in their face and then like walk a, away like you were doing like voodoo. voodoo. <laughs> Put a spell on them. You could sprinkle it on their pillow. <laughs> so gross. You could be like, um, oh, who's that? That chef? And like, bam. Oh, Salt Bay? <laughs> salt Bay? No, not Salt Bay. I don't oh. think. I mean, more like a, I was thinking the guy that sprinkles shit. Emerald. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bam. Bam. Uh, mostly all disgusting things and we actually wouldn't do any of these things no like, we need to make not. that very clear um but it's fun I'll, to think about yeah also just to reiterate if you listen to our last podcast when i was like literally spiraling um just because we don't need anyone to get confused uh the uh, what we were talking about is just the idea that on all things on all things uh we just need to we just need to always get a bunch of information so we can better understand situations yeah you should explain that better did that make sense for those that hadn't listened maybe to the last one oh if okay uh, we were talking about seaspiracy which is a documentary that we watched which i've already had a friend of mine um and he's actually the one who recommended i watch it he sent me an article i'm gonna pull it up so seaspiracy is basically talking about the commercial fishing and how it's like. Well, it's uh, backed by big, big business. It's not, you know, it's, it's not at the forefront of like what's really wrong with our oceans. Yeah, blah, it's, blah, just, blah. it's just saying that there's a, like, there's a, just such a bigger issue in terms of our planet and like the oceans than, uh, aside than from, straws. aside from like human uh, garbage, waste. right? Human and waste. It's Poop. Human waste, <laughs> which yeah, in some garbage, places. Yeah. Um, and it's talking about that and, you know, there are comments and claims from people that are in the documentary kind of saying, like, even if people stopped having any sort of trash be in the ocean, that we would still be in on, big trouble. we'd still be in big trouble because there's a lot of issues in terms of garbage waste that's coming off of fishing boats. Anyways, it's a really... And, and all the fish that are being... Yeah, and fish. And trenching and all that. And obviously... You know, you could say, oh, well, none of that, all that information was skewed or false or, and that's kind of the the case with, I think, almost any documentary. Some people that really don't want to believe that what is being said, they immediately would just deny it. Nah. I do, I do agree with the fact that with some films documentaries could even be articles that are written whatever depending on who wrote it or how they wrote it could favor their opinion their own opinion mm-hmm. and you i mean because we even learn about that in school i mean i remember learning about that when i was really young even like going to church and listening to people teach in church and at a very young age i understood the fact that like it'd be very hard for someone who's a teacher in whatever field um, if they have a strong 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 feeling um opinion everything about something it could be hard for them unknowingly 
to teach an unbiased, like give unbiased information if they genuinely believe one way or the other. It, right. it would it could be very right. hard and subconsciously, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So <clears throat> I understand all that. I'm just saying that that documentary just showcased reality that would be really hard to deny that that's that a lot of those things are happening that it's a problem right because you're seeing video of stuff um and that was it was just a, it was a hard reality and then in terms of that moving forward my point when bringing up like vaccine vaccines vaccines uh, the vaccines <laughs> <laughs> just vaccines like not just like trying to talk about like the covid vaccine just vaccines like things that are being promoted um to all of us you know from our higher ups like from the government and things like that it's just hard to trust it's hard to decipher it's hard to decipher what's what's really happening because there's just so much you know we go through it's not just now it's stuff that are my our parents weren't saying we're anti-vax no no that's not what we're saying at all no just saying it was more like a I have trust issues with people in power that have a lot of power and money and money and, and what the motivation lead, you know, is. And, and yeah, motivation. Yeah. And it, it, you kind of, if you're in a situation where you don't really have you, you start not having a choice. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just question. It's just, it's like a, it's hard to decipher information. Yeah. And I think that's how anyone, all, all of us probably And that's feel. all we were saying is we were not giving any advice as to what you should do. No. Because we're, we're trying to figure it out ourselves. That's all. Yeah. There was this article from Hakai Magazine, which I think is from somewhere in Canada. H-A-K-A-I. And he sent this to me. And the title is, Seaspiracy Harms More Than It Educates. And I was like, mm, mm. I don't know, you know? One thing I liked about how they did the documentary was the guy was just genuinely interested in like what more he could do to help. And he just kept discovering new stuff. Right. That like I mean, at was least it hard seemed to that handle. Way. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But again, yeah. but that's our point too, is that now this person sends you this, it's worth reading just to see what it's saying. And then yeah. you base, you come to your own opinion based on what you've seen from both sides. Yeah. That's all we're saying. Yeah. That's it, guys. Anyway. Uh, it's really just like a, we all just need to, I don't know, man. Constant <laughs> battle. Anyways, just wanted to, you know, clarify, because I feel like some people, I'm guilty of this too. If sometimes you hear in, you know, you see in a movie or you hear on the internet, on the internet, on the um, radio. On the internet. You just, you hear certain things will stand out to you more than other things. And then you get stuck only hearing the things that like, um, triggered you rather trigger than listening you. to the entire yes. something in its entirety. Yes. Yes. And we don't want you guys to be triggered if anything, this podcast and conversations that Gina and I have, we are, we're just talking. We don't claim to know. We're not specialists. You know? <laughs> we're far from it. We're actually just like most of you. And also, um, that's why we have asked you guys, like, send us information. Yeah, we're just verbally us, spinning our wheels. Send you also, you, you also question. Right. You know, questions you have. Because the more we hear all kinds of questions or new ways to approach a problem or a question or, like, a new view on it, that's how we can kind of start to get to know, like, have a better view of the whole thing from all angles versus just, like, the one we're kind of stuck in because... 
that's way our the way our brain is programmed. We got to try and you know be able to see it, understand it in different ways, mm-hmm. even if we don't like what we what we learn. Okay, all right. Topic today. I, I'm like, what is our topic today? Oh, I told you. I told you. You did? About Khloe Kardashian. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know. We have so many conversations. I, I forgot. I know. That, that's weird. In talk okay. About. If you guys are not familiar, and some of you are like, probably, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making an assumption. Why are we probably, talking about the Kardashians? Yeah, what? <laughs> I did not I come even here. Wa- I've watched like two episodes, I think, my whole life. I did not come here to have a conversation <laughs> about Khloe Kardashian. Um, well, it speaks to, to Devin something had sent bigger. me this. Uh, it's a post from this girl's page on Instagram. And she first was sending it because she was saying her name is Georgia. It's Georgia.Clark, C-L-A-R-K-E. And she was saying this could be someone fun to have on your on the podcast as a guest, you know, very similar to uh, Danae Mercer. And she's a blogger. Her, let's see, all things fashion and self love. And she just had this post, and it was about Chloe Kardashian. And I'm going to read the post to you. So it's a picture of Chloe, um, unedited, untouched up, just a snapshot. She's in a really cute swimsuit, and she's like sitting by a pool outside, and she's smiling, smirking. It says, the devil works hard, but the Kardashians are working harder to remove this pic of Chloe from the internet that is perfectly fine, just not edited beyond recognition. And you swipe over. Sorry. And it's not a bad picture. No. You swipe. Is she, the only thing about it is it's not. She's not posed. It's not. It hasn't been edited to be perceived as what they themselves and a lot of people in the world um, view as view as perfect, as perfect and right. ideal, but right. in reality, we all know what is seen as perfect and ideal is only possible on a computer screen and in Photoshop. So it says, well, and actually, there are a lot of outliers out there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful women that yeah. that look photoshopped in real life, but also too as they get older, that's just not you know we all age. <laughs> We have, and this is, that's going to go, this is a message to, um, I don't know who it went to, but it's from Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian West. And it says, we have an unfortunate situation where a doctored stolen photo was taken of Chloe that is in the worst lighting and is a copyright infringement due to it being stolen and posted from a fake account of my grandma's. It's weird. Do you mind deleting that last post? Thank you so much. And whoever this was wrote back and said, hi, Kim, I delete immediately. And then you swipe again and there's another picture of Chloe from her Instagram and she's in a swimsuit and she's laying down in the sun. The lighting is beautiful. And sucking her tummy in. Yeah, she's posed and she does look, it does look different, her body, Mm -hmm. than the other photo. But again, if we've learned anything from looking at Danae or also this Georgia, um, Georgie, not Georgia, Georgie Clark, she has a bunch of photos she's taking too, where she's like, this is what influencers do to take this photo. And then she takes a picture of her. It's like sitting on a table. And then the picture next to it is what it really looks like to sit on a table. 
Yeah, and it's right? just like your butt squished with yeah. some cellulite on it. Yeah. yeah. So we've learned that you can, in fact, pose. I mean, I've yet to figure out how to do any of those um, voodoo poses for my own body, but uh, you can do it. And then I saw another thing where like you use the grain effect, like all influencers use the grain effect on their photos. And it's naturally, if you use it subtly, it smooths your skin out. I had no idea. I need to do that. So all this. And then she writes in the bottom, it says, just seen this on at Betches, Betches story. And wow, this breaks my heart because this is what is so wrong with social media. Chloe looks absolutely gorgeous in this photo. She's happy in that moment. And that's what's so beautiful about the image. Allegedly, one of the assistants took the image and uploaded it by mistake without editing. And the image now being hunted down and anyone who has it is being threatened with legal action. That's insane to me. But the need to constantly control, edit, and adapt the images that the public see of the Kardashians has gone too far. This is proof that Chloe is a human being. She's a woman in a bikini smiling and there's nothing in this photo and that she should be ashamed of. The fact that they're trying to kill quotations the picture just goes to show that majority of what you see celebrities post are edited and airbrushed photos this is exactly the reason why you can't compare yourself to celebs you are seeing all the highlights never ever the images or videos they don't want you to see and often that's all within their control on social media so this is a good reminder that not everything you see on here is real chloe is gorgeous and this photo of her makes me relate to her that's what is lovely about it. It shouldn't be removed. It should be celebrated that she looks like a real person. Well, and that's true. But I also I also agree with the fact that I, I don't agree with them going after people to take it down and mm-hmm. to kill it. But I, I mean, I don't post a lot anyway, but I'm not going to post myself first thing in the morning. Well, no. I mean, I'm going to pick and choose what, what I what I feel comfortable in how I look. Yeah, but you don't. There's nothing you, wrong with that. No, that's true. No, I, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. For me, I understand somebody going. Oh man, I wish that picture wasn't out there. That happens to me all the time. Same. <laughs> Why? You know, you pull, take a picture with somebody. I'm like, oh no, you get tagged in something, and you're like, oh god, I look horrible. <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna be like, take that down. I'm like, well, that was me right then. Dude, that's what I say all yeah. the time. I'm like, well, that's um, what I looked like. That's what I looked like. And I mean, that's, that's unfortunate, what I like. but that's, that was, that was me at the time. Could have better lighting, right. but, uh, <laughs> out of my control. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like we talked about with Danae. Okay. So I actually want to see if I can pull it up. I had seen something where, um, on, I guess, Chloe on her Instagram, I've actually never gone to her Instagram page. I'm going to do it right now. I don't even know if I spelled, I think I spelled her name. Okay. She posted a video. Oh, just some weird music. So she took a video of herself in the bathroom. And again, in the gym. And, oh, here we go. Hey guys, this is me and my body, unretouched and unfiltered. The photo that was posted this week is beautiful, but as someone who has struggled with body image her whole life, when someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering and bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get it to this point and then shares it to the world, you should have every right to ask for it to not be shared regardless of who you are. 
In truth, the pressure, constant ridicule, and judgment my entire life to be perfect and to meet other standards of how I should look has been too much to bear. Chloe is the fat sister. Chloe is the ugly sister. Her dad must not be her real dad because she looks so different. The only way she could have lost the weight must have been from surgery. Should I go on? Oh, but who cares how she feels because she grew up in a life of privilege. She's also on a reality show. So she signed up for all of this. I'm, of course, not asking for sympathy, but I am asking to be acknowledged for being human. I'm not perfect, but I promise you, but I promise you that I try every day, my, every day to live my life as honestly as possible and with empathy and kindness. It doesn't mean that I have not made mistakes, but I'm not going to lie. It's almost unbearable trying to live up to the impossible standards that the public have all set for me for over a decade now in photos. Every single flawed and imperfection has been microanalyzed and made fun of to the smallest detail. And I'm reminded of them every day by the world. And when I take that criticism to use as motivation to get myself into the best shape of my life and to even help others with the same struggles, I am told I couldn't have it. I couldn't have done it through hard work and I must have paid for it all. You never quite get used to being judged and pulled apart and told how unattractive one is. But I will say, if you hear anything enough, then you start, believe, you start to believe it. This is an example of how I have been conditioned to feel that I am, not I am not beautiful enough just being me. I love a good filter, good lighting, and an edit here and there. The same way I throw on some makeup, get my nails done, or wear a pair of heels to present myself to the world the way I want to be seen. And it's exactly what I will continue to do unapologetically. My body, my image, and how I choose to look and what I want to share is my choice. It's not for anyone to decide or judge what is acceptable or not anymore. For those who, for those who else, oh, sorry. For those else who feel the constant pressure of not ever feeling perfect enough, I want you to know I see you and I understand. Every day I'm told by my family and friends who love me that I am beautiful, but I know that it needs to be believed from within. We are all unique and perfect in our own way, whichever way one chooses to be seen. I have realized that we cannot continue to live life trying to fit into the perfect mold of what others have set for us. Just do you and make sure your heart is happy. That's from Chloe. That's extremely, that's definitely extremely relatable. Not relatable, sorry. Um, understandable. Because do I think that... Um, Ha 100% the Kardashians have so much money and we understand in like going to get like laser treatment, skincare, yeah, Botox, they have, they have all a lot things, of resources, tons of resources. Mm -hmm. And I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. I do think that she's had obviously some help, but everyone, not everyone, a lot of people do get help. Like we go and see April. We get yeah. our lasers done, yeah. trying to keep our skin nice, you know, things like that. And it just might look different for different people because resources. Right. Um, but for sure, she's always been promoted as like the fat one or right. less like she's definitely been dealing yeah. with like constant negative or people comparing her to her sisters, their whole, all these years that they became super popular. Yeah. Which blows. Yeah, no. But also she's, there's it's definitely had, it's definitely had some perks. human for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean but that's I mean, why when people people will tell me, oh, "You look so great for your age." I'm like Botox. Yeah. Botox and filler. And I say that and sometimes uh 
people say, why do you, why do you, why do you say that? Why do you, why, why do, do you, you tell people? Why do you tell people? Or, you know, your hair looks great. I'm like, great. It's, well, it's not mine. I know. I'm like, I bought it. Yeah, I bought it. Um, because I think it's important to, because I think as, uh, you know, people, we compare ourselves to other people mm-hmm. and I don't want it to ever seem like, yeah, this is just natural. I was just, yeah, I was, you know, God just blessed me with, <laughs> no, I, I, I paid for it. Yeah, God was playing yeah. a joke on me when he put hair on my head. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it's like, give this one a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, I mean. Yeah, and um, where she's saying, you know, after you, and this is true, it's like, I've, I've talked about it, I don't know if I've, we've had this conversation on here, or it's just been a while since we've done like a self, like a um, self-love, self-love sort of podcast, but you can only, after so long of just constantly having trolls just troll you, it is hard. It's hard to not start either not necessarily believing the things they're saying, but almost when you are having an off day or feeling a little bit kind of, you know, cruddy about yourself, to not... um see what they're saying they see do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like if you, you it's just it can be exhausting you're just constantly having like your self-esteem like basically battling to off. be picked apart by your physical appearance constantly right and then to have to like <laughs> try to find a good in between where you can you know have a product of yourself that you feel good about without and like and and in some cases depending on it's like the more popular more popular you are dude it's like a double-edged sword it's like yeah and it sucks you uh so much good for you comes from it and just so much bad well i think the more beautiful that people like the more that you're told how beautiful you are the more you believe that you're supposed to be that beautiful yeah all the time yeah you know? Yeah. Um, and I think too, it's just, I've said this before, we've just become a society. I mean, I, I, it's always been like this, but with social media and everything that is so focused on our looks, our outward appearance. Yep. And that's, that's that's celebrated, celebrated for it, but also not just celebrated for it, but now paid for it. Right. You know, it's like your success, you're like, success rate or your level of success or like perceive um your perceived success mm-hmm. is based off of that now yeah. because everything is all about insta fame mm-hmm. influencers and social media Ugh. and it's like and we're not it's we're not going we're not gonna be going backwards oh no so i just like wonder what it's gonna be like when we as we as we move forward <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Better be more funny. I don't want to think about it. Be more funny. Uh, Yeah, it's, uh, it's really, it's sad. I mean, I, I think about it because we are so, so focused on that, on the outward appearance, but I'm also, I also am the same way. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to go out if I think I look terrible. 
And I have to ask myself, why? Like, what? what why? I'm just going to be hanging out with people that I love. They know what I look like. Why do I, why do I care so much about that? Well, I, I think that there's a level of it that's, there's a difference. I mean, it's not like a huge difference, but try and follow me here. <laughs> Are you going to go on one of those? No, but sometimes okay. it's like, it's one of those moments where I, I have and I, I, I know what I want to say, but it's hard for me to write, like pick the right words, words. to mm-hmm. explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I think it's completely fine for someone to care about how they look. I do. I think that too well, much, too make, much of any- doesn't make you a too, bad person no, or shallow. Too much of anything right. can be bad for you. Just like if you care too much and you start going to too many great lengths to make sure you maintain something, you might end up hurting yourself, whether you like, you know, you have a bunch of surgeries and it's really bad or whether you're just deteriorating your, your worth your self-worth and it's mm-hmm. just killing you emotionally and mentally. Like it's, it can be bad. Um, I do think that like that, you said, you know, if I like don't look great, but I don't want to go out with my friends because I want to make sure I think it, there's a, there's a part of it. That's just like, you want to feel good about how you, you look and feel and like the clothes you're wearing and how your hair, your hair's done, you know? Right. But then there's another part where it's like, well, and you want people to see you the way that you like in the way that you feel good when you have gotten ready to that point. Mm-hmm. But I do think there are people that care more, more about how they're perceived than how they feel. And mm-hmm. then how they feel is based on, and that's what how what, they're not, being perceived, how they're being perceived. Right. If they are accepted. Right. You know, like a hamster wheel. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that version of it is what things are really like where we are in society. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I can't remember who I was having the conversation with, maybe even a bit with Colby. We were talking about like, you know, Instagram and social media. Um, Or maybe it was a video I saw, but it was talking about, no, it was a video. It was a TikTok and it was this woman and she's, you know, probably like in her thirties and she's laughing and she said, you know, because there's all of these, you know, gen, gen, what is it? Gen Z? Gen Z? Is I they don't call, know. Is that what they call the kids? Gen, I don't even know what gen, I am. Gen Z? Gen Z? Okay. We're millenn- I'm a millennial. I don't but know they're what always, I am. They're always like giving um, millennials shit, right? Like, oh, middle part, <laughs> side parts out. You guys can't wear skinny <laughs> jeans. It's like, really? Seriously. This is a real thing. So then you have like <laughs> millennial. Side part is out. Yeah. You can't wear. I'm it. out then. I've been out for a while, and it's like millennials <laughs> on the on, in, on it's TikTok. It's gonna come back, okay? Millennials on TikTok are like, you know, giving like Gen Z shit, but then also to this woman says that she had comment had something that she was saying about Gen Z, and this girl had commented back to her and was like, thought that she was really affected, like being too sensitive, and she was saying, dude none of us care. She goes, we literally lived through all of these stages. Like we really don't care what Gen Z thinks. Like (laughs) we really don't care. It's just, we're only on here, you know, uh, just making fun of shit or because we're bored at home. Like, (laughs) and she said, you know, she had a realization that a lot of this, these younger generations are 
they're growing up where they can't like they think that everything online is genuine right you know and the same thing too it's like they're growing up in a world where they're learning that they need likes right and they need people to like comment on them and that they're they're just learning they're for, for their self-worth yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's like a it's, it's fucked up so fucked it's fucked up i just love that they're having conversations about whether or not a side part is cool or not seriously I've seen how stupid. I've seen how stupid has our society become. (laughs) I saw this one. I saw this one of this woman, and she's like, "Well, I finally, you know, I bought myself a pair of the like the hip jeans, and it's like mom jeans that are super high waisted, like jeans that are for sure like 100 percent cotton." And she walks out, and she's walking into frame because you know she had to get rid of her skinny jeans, and she walks into frame and just turns front and has a. it just has a a a camel toe (laughs) just a jean toe and she's like is this what you want this 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 is is cool this is it and what's so crazy is like um most young girls that i've seen in this look Mm -hmm. like the jean like you know i mean i've they this look doesn't work for me because i don't have hips i i mean everyone has hips i don't have like a lot of curve um, curve i'm hot dog bod and Same. so even if i i usually buy pants and if i need i'll get them like they'll be mom fu- mom fit or like boyfriend fit or whatever and i want these like comfortable jeans but if i get them to fit my legs they're huge around my waist i can't it's like yeah i just can't fit in those pants but i'm like i've seen so many girls like out and about just rocking a toe rocking yeah, a camel rocking toe, a toe in their jeans like a jean toe and i'm just thinking like huh Is that comfortable? And then also I'm thinking like, are you getting a yeast infection? Yeah. In fact, I think that's what one of the comments were <laughs> yeah. that she had written. Yeah. But like, I was like, well, that's- and some of it, some of it looks cute. I'll, I'll tell you why I don't do it. Cause I already did it. I'm that old. Yeah. I'm that old. That's the shit that I wore in the nineties. Yep. I have like old pictures of me in a crop oh. top and freaking mom <laughs> jeans. Dude, there's the another- The high-waisted mom there's jeans. There's another one on there. Doc the, Martens the, wore all that shit. This chick was like, we don't give a shit what you think. You didn't come up with this. And, and she's like, in matter of fact, you're at the thrift store buying all of my, my old clothes. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. Those were mine. I know. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I mean, Ruby will wear that. It's super cute. Yeah, she looks her. adorable, but yeah. she also has a body frame that nothing could ever look bad. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying it's not about, it's just, it's just funny because all these styles it's like when the 80s shit came back and all of that it's like i've i've worn that before i don't want to wear that again hey i have a question for you yeah okay so i just remember like when I was growing up mm-hmm. and styles were kind of changing yeah. you know, and like my mom would comment on like, oh my God, like I remember when um, like a flare pants yeah, were bl- coming bl- in. Bell bottoms. Okay, bell bottoms. Yeah. And my mom had bought some and for us, you know, and um, 
we would, and also you had like straight leg. Mm-hmm. And then when skinny jeans were coming in, right? And it was like, oh, I don't know about skinny jeans. And then dude, um, floods, right? Right? Or like capris? <laughs> dude, I had so many capris. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But my point is, is like, I just remember these things, these things like coming back into style or like going out (laughs) and like me and my sisters like really being torn on like, like trying the skinny jeans out or like, right. You know, throwing away our capris and like not, it was, you were just torn. And my mom always like laughing, like, you know, I used to wear those. And you know, I never, I never pegged my jeans. Like my sisters for sure pegged their jeans. I mean, actually I may have, but my mom would have for sure done it for me. Um, I did wear socks and sandals. <laughs> yeah. I remember in, God, was it the, it was the early eighties and that, that it was a movie that came out. It was called breaking. It was when break dancing was super cool. Ooh. And I don't know why, but we would wear bandanas. You would roll the bandana yeah. and you would like tie it around your leg. Oh, I remember seeing that. Tie it around your wrist. Yeah. I think I have an old picture somewhere. I think I have like four different bandanas on. I remember that somewhere dude I remember like hot pink I remember when I like played softball yeah it was pretty cool to wear a visor oh uh-huh but you'd put your hair up into like a top like messy bun sort of and you'd wear your visor upside down backwards <laughs> I'm not kidding seems like it's really working for you that way I think that I only tried shading I your only, face at all I only tried to do it a couple of times but it never really worked for me, but I had girlfriends that were, did it all the time, and I thought they looked so like uh, sporty and cute. Yeah, and now they're all doing Botox because they're they weren't shading their faces. Yes, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, to my question, what my question is: Has there ever been a time, like you growing up, mm-hmm. when styles are changing, mm-hmm. where the younger kids just bagged on the older people? You know, because that's what's so crazy to me is you not, have you have all these kids that are just like, really. oh, Karen. And it's like, <laughs> okay, uh, side parts are out. You're not cool. <laughs> oh, you still wear skinny jeans? Like, go to the old folks home or whatever they say. I'm like, I don't even know how to no. trash talk. But I'm just never- I don't even know how to trash talk like, anymore. I don't- You're probably like, not even using the correct words. I'm not. Yeah. But I just was thinking, I was like, I never one time- like just thinking about like as I, I mean, times are changing and obviously social media when I was really young wasn't around. And then when I was in like middle school, we had like, you know, you had like AOL chat and you also had like MSN messenger. And then we had, you know, don't look at me. MySpace I, top five. They were just getting computers when I was younger. But like, we just, I never, I never like bagged on like what my older siblings or my parents were wearing or how they were styling themselves because of what was cool considered cool and they weren't doing it i mean we like, we kind of bagged on my mom because we thought she was frumpy i mean but yeah yeah she loved wearing like those little house on the prairie dresses and stuff remember what were they it was called gunny sacks oh yeah yeah gunny sacks they were all dressed in you know like the high neck collars i think she just wanted to live in the victorian times or something yeah but um no i, I mean there was definitely there would be kids on the playground that you know would make fun of other people's clothes or something because yeah. girls are mean. Yeah. But no, nothing like a generational thing that I can think of. But I think, again, there wasn't a lot of opportunity to do that. Yeah. What forum would you have? No, that's true. That's true. To, I was just wondering if like in any way, yeah. you know, that was no. a thing. Because I mean, <laughs> Ruby's, Ruby's definitely made fun of me before. Well, that's the generation right. we're talking about. Right. So funny. I mean, she's definitely said things to me like, 
mom, those, those sunglasses are lame. Those don't look good on you. And I'm like, why? She's like, you need your eyebrows to show a little bit. And I'm like, okay. I didn't know my, my eyebrows had to show. <laughs> Just trying to, you know, not get more wrinkles around my eyes. Yeah. They're functional. I was, my mom dressed for function for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Function only. But no, I, I, I just think that there's, there were no forums to do that on a, on a huge platform for a bunch of people to get together. That's true because, because there was, there wasn't, there wasn't social media. So there really was nowhere to hide behind your words. Right. Like behind, like hide behind a screen. Yeah. You know, there's no repercussion except repercussion, except for the fact that someone could just like also try and give you shit right through a computer. Yeah. Anyways, um, I still rock like a, a hybrid middle side part. I have a cowlick, which forces my hair to part in the back at a certain point. Um, <laughs> I, and I can't fight against that. So I'm just going to keep letting the hair do what it does, which is mostly messy. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think that if you keep trying to chase the, the newest thing, first of all, it would be expensive. Yeah. I'm just supposed to get rid of all my clothes. Can't do that. I mean, there's definitely been things I pulled out of my closet that was like, oh, no, I can't wear that anymore. Yeah. More of that's more of an age thing, though. I, I, I ride this line of feeling like I should be able to wear what I want. Yeah. I mean, anybody should. But then also, do I look like I'm trying too hard to be younger than I am? Like, mm-hmm. there's things that you would wear at your age that, like, sometimes you'll pick something out. And you'll go, oh, this is cute. And I'm like, no, you would wear that. Yeah, I won't wear that. that. I won't wear that. We both were, were I we both will wear our sleep turbans though. Oh, for sure. Yep. Yep, we got our sleep turbans, guys. From Mauve. You tried yours last night. I I didn't wrap mine up. I did. I I wore mine last night. I do move a lot in the night, so I remember at one point I noticed it like almost being a side turban. Yeah. (laughs) A side (laughs) turban. And so I was like fixing it. Side turbans are totally out. (laughs) Damn it. I just got a turban and I'm yeah. already messing it up. Yeah. Um, but then I went in the bathroom and I took it off and my hair felt really good. Oh, good. The only issue was that, but my hair was already kind of messed up, up like, like CBH, mm-hmm. you know, it was like pretty extreme. Oh, okay. Like, I don't think there was any coming back from it. That's why I got in the shower at 7am. <laughs> Sometimes you got to start over. All the time. You should tell everybody about your blanket you got. Oh, okay. Give, um, give Chelsea shout out. Yes, Chelsea Raylin. We love you, Chelsea. Chelsea sent me a present and for Easter. And I opened it up and I was like, took me a second to realize what it was. But it's a blanket that is a tortilla. A flour tortilla. A flour tortilla. <laughs> so I could be wrapped up like a literal it's a big round. burrito. I'm gonna show it to you. We're gonna we're gonna wrap ourselves in it. If you are if you're not watching it and you're just listening. It uh, looks exactly like a tortilla with but a bunch what did of you burn think it marks was? on it. Oh. <laughs> okay, in my defense, I don't have the bag here. It came in a package that had this... Um, like a cartoon a cat. A cartoon cat on the, front, on the front of it. And it was in like cellophane, not cellophane wrap, like plastic. Uh, it was just wrapped up. Wrapped up. So you could, you could see the blanket through the wrapping. And what I was seeing which turned out to be burn marks like on the tortilla, all I saw was cat. And then I was like, oh my God. I was telling my mom, I was like, oh, I think there's a bunch of cat buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing. And then I'm like, oh no, that's those aren't cat buttholes. And I told, pull it out and I'm looking at it and I hadn't really seen. 
that it was round and I'm like holding it away from me and I'm looking at it. And then I looked back at the package and I noticed that the cat was double fisting. He had a a burrito in one hand and a taco in the other. And that's when I realized Ah, it was a tortilla. Tortilla. Ding. Anyway, it's here it is. There it is. It's that. (laughs) For those of you watching. It's so cute. Oh, dude, I didn't tell you. I was going to tell you this. Okay. Um, last night, so Brooke left my house last night, and it was dark in my kitchen, and there was this bag of something on the counter, and I can't remember what the name was, but for some reason, I thought it was a bag of, like, nuts, and I reached into the bag and popped one in my mouth, and it was fucking Maggie's dog treats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I left those here. Yep. Huh? Uh huh. How was it? Um, I knew exactly what it was and as soon as it. my yeah, and I just spit it back out so I didn't bite into it. <laughs> but I just I I was like, oh, what's this? I just grabbed it, popped it in my mouth, and I was like, oh, uh, that is not my dad. Not nuts. My dad has done that quite a few times. <laughs> it's so just, gross. Like, just the other day at the ranch, I had. I think this is smoked Smokies or something. Yeah, I thought like, it was like smoked almonds or like walnuts. I don't know what I thought it was. Yeah. He went to grab, <laughs> had her bag of treats, different mm-hmm. bag than the one you saw on the counter in the kitchen. And I said, I'm watching him. And he walks in, he grabs it. And as he starts opening it, I didn't even, re- I didn't even register for like, the first second that it were her treats. My first thought was like, oh shit, did you bring trail mix, dad? <laughs> like I like- heard the package and I was like, I didn't realize we had more snacks. We had any snacks here. And he starts opening and he looks at me and he goes, these are Maggie's treats, aren't they? <laughs> I was like, yep. Yep. Don't eat it. He has he yeah. has many times put dog treats in his Yeah, it was pretty gross. Went to eat it. Yeah, it was disgusting. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, and watching. Remember to... I know she's drinking water. I was drinking my water. Don't forget to rate, Re- review, subscribe, five-star five rating, five-star five warning, warning, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.